Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jesse HS with the Heart Guy Media Podcast, and today we are, or tonight, I should say, we are doing a Lethal Weapon commentary. This is a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Sean is here with us, and he's never seen it. So now, since the punishment for going as long as he has without seeing it, he has to listen to Chris and I make all kinds of ridiculous comments and he needs to just feed off that and he needs to see this the first time with us talking about it and it is a hundred or an hour 49 minutes and 39 seconds long and that's how long this podcast is gonna be so uh bony up uh 1987 richard donner and uh you can put it in right now and you can pause this Okay, are you ready? <laughs> and now you can hit play in three, two, one. What? No, no, we're good, we're good, we're good. Let me turn it up. Yeah. Oh. Christmas. This is playing off an Xbox One S, which is brand new. And this is a Sony 48-inch TV. I like it. For all you tech geeks out yeah. there. <laughs> For all you techies out there. So, uh, this has got to be this has got to be the first Mel Gibson movie I've ever seen, and probably the first Danny Glover oh, movie yeah. I've seen too. Uh, what are some Chris? When was the first time you saw this one? Oh, this was definitely like my dad's favorite movie. Same here. Time it was on TV. Like whenever I think of this movie, I think of my dad. Yeah, for real. For whatever reason, he just loved this movie so much. Yeah. My dad definitely wasn't a movie goer, or isn't a movie goer. My my dad wasn't either, but he was fucking a diehard of this franchise. This is definitely like a dad's movie. Oh, fucking for real. (laughs) Buddy cop. Yeah, buddy cop, middle aged guy. You got Gary Busey's in it. (laughs) Fucking Tom Atkins is fresh off the fucking heels of. Killer alien leeches. Yeah. Oh man. But 1987. What a fucking dominant. You got to think it's 30 years ago now. And this is a you know it's a Christmas movie. It takes place around Christmas yeah. time. It opens with Christmas fucking music. But the fact that 1987 was such a fucking dominant year in the box office. You think? I mean, even smaller movies didn't even have like great box office runs like that we love like uh like Monster Squad and shit like that. But then you think. Lost Boys, Lethal Weapon, Beverly Hills Cop, fucking Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, fucking... Not what to a- mention the year of my birth. The year of fucking Chris's birth. But in 87, there were so many fucking, like, great movies that are celebrating 30th, years an- 30th year anniversaries, so... Uh, and this is the only Christmas movie I can think of from 1987, and we were gonna watch it, and we are like, full fuck, we'll just do a commentary. Right. So, Sean... First scene? Tits. Tits. Daddy likes. Lay boobs. Uh, and we're going to offend people. I don't give a fuck. Tits or tits? I love when girls call tits tits, too. Uh, but naked chick on the top. These are the, these are the, sh- this is what drugs do. Exactly. You'll be topless on top of an apartment building. You're just like touching yourself. Dangerous of drugs. You're like, oh, my nose. She's, why is she like feeling her face? She's like, yeah. I just want Numb. some, I need some La Coca. Right. right. So, yeah, she's going for it. Now, does she got money rolled up doing it? Because that's the way you're supposed to do it, like I a fifty or a hundred, right? Yeah, I think it's definitely a bill. Look at a little vial. You gotta love vials of coke. It's the only way you had to carry it around. Who's making all those little vials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the eighties were just a booming time for vial makers. 
Like fuck. It's just like we got we got to order for three hundred vials. We can't keep up with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, she's got a lot of freckles on her chest. Yeah. This is Tom Atkins' daughter, yeah. which we later find out. He's up on that California sun. Yeah, Jesus. Shit. Now, when you get, she looks. She's she's not yeah. acting very coked out. She written by Shane Black. The great Shane. Fucking Black. Shane Black. What a fucking mastermind. But why is she so excited? Like, but she's like calm though. So she's like she's on hallucinogenic. Like, she's going from like really happy to fucking. Yeah. Do you go through a mix of emotions when you're on coke? I don't know. I don't. Holy shit! She's fucking fully. fully. Damn. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I don't think you go from, like, I don't know, being, like, really happy to, all right, I'm jumping off a building today. Unless there is something. Like, I mean, if I was. Before, little, before, yeah. Like in the, in the well, people. they say suicide rate goes up during the holidays, holidays so. At least that's what Phoebe And says, she's taking a dive in three, two, two one. And. Oh, oh yeah, isn't that a long. <laughs> Boom. Nope. Oh. That was actually kind of a badass stunt. Like, that was, yeah, that, was, that was great. That was like great. a real body falling. Yeah. She died uh, pretty pretty. Yeah, pretty. Died, yeah, pretty pretty. <laughs> so, she's dead. I made a hot sucker. Hot sucker. Alright, I love how off the fucking walls Mel Gibson in this, is in this movie, <laughs> which we'll be able to get to here in a Slapping second. Himself. Which I just saw a Mel Gibson movie, Daddy's Home 2. Fucking, was, oh, fucking great. Was it great? It's fucking great. Danny Glover is yeah. fucking fully bearded in the bathroom. It's, his, it's Roger Murtaugh's birthday. Why are those kids just walking in? Like, <laughs> yeah. Danny Glover's dick's afloat. And, <laughs> and he had the biggest yeah. smile. <laughs> All right. That water better be real dirty because if that shit's clear and they're just He's looking at dead. a fucking bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better have a fucking lush bath bomb in there. <laughs> Look, he's trying to just he kiss everyone. Yeah, he's like, get in here. Fucking cock singing on shit. What? Fucking Danny Glover was seriously. What a great actor yeah, he really seriously. is. Is that his daughter? Yeah. This is so fucking weird. Why? Never. I listen. If you had a, if you were uh, the daughter of Danny Glover, you'd probably kiss him on the lips too. You sick freak. <laughs> Kiss him somewhere else. Like, man, Look I'm at him just reflecting <laughs> on himself in the tub. And that was a bubble bath we just saw. <laughs> but it, he's been sitting in there for a while because those bubbles are... Yeah, oh yeah, that, it's those shit bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mel Gibson living the life right here. And he's got a fucking... It looks like a Border Collie, perhaps. Maybe a Sheltie. Dog fucking... Why does this look like fucking Mad Max right now? Look at the fucking... <laughs> At the old GMC truck. Mel Gibson's yes. fucking... Is he, he woke up with a cigarette in his mouth. He's like, ah, I'm gonna sleep for 45 minutes. The crazy thing is, I don't think this is too far from how Mel Gibson is. In no, he's probably close to this. He's fucking jacked in Daddy's Home too. too. He looks better. He looks in better shape then, now than he does then. Not that he's in bad shape now, and you see a little Mel Gib ass. He's gonna stand the fuck up. His hair... I marveled at his hair. <laughs> he looked like he was just like he looked like he was the drunk delinquent stepbrother of like a member of Tears for Fears. <laughs> and obviously he's got the tan line where his fuck he's obviously like walks around the beaches of fucking California shirtless because he's tan from the waist up and from the ass down he's fucking pale white. <laughs> and he's fucking waking up. He's obviously living a hard fucking life. Well, his his wife fucking died. his wife died like 
He's living in a fucking trailer home. He's got fucking Lassie. Drinking a fucking cool. What do you call those? What are those bottles called, Chris? Uh, they're like the Prohibition. No, I don't know, man. They're called fucking something. I can't remember what the fuck they're called. The little fucking brown small yeah. bottles. They got a name for them. Is that a picture? My of is that Maya Angelou? Free self Murtaugh's wife's fucking cooking some bacon. Hey, you changed his beard. Yeah. I'm forgetting, Sean. This is the first time Sean's fucking (laughs) watching it. This is my first time watching it in years as well. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a few years, but... And we were watching this on Blu-ray high definition. (laughs) I believe this is a 2K scan. (laughs) Uh... This is Dolby <laughs> Digital. Um, so he's obviously Murtaugh's obviously trained because any real man would have slugged that orange juice out of the fucking. Yeah, damn right. Also, in the eighties, was there fucking glass bottles of fucking oh, yeah, orange man. juice? Glass, everything, glass, milk, orange. Glass was fucking. Fucking glass took over the 80s. Yeah. The vials, the fucking, the vials, and the, <laughs> the vials fucking orange cold, juice bottles. The vials of I wonder if it's all run by the same company. Oh, yeah. They had the G-L-A-S-S. <laughs> they're showing the contrast of how they're morning. Why is this so. cat on the fucking, look at, <laughs> yeah. how did, was that, how is that like, wait, did they just need to get the cat? That yeah, before. yeah, seriously, <laughs> I've never noticed that. Like, did they, were they like, get the cat, was Shane Black like, or Dick was, Dick Donner was like, huh? can we get the cat in the scene? Can we put the food on the fucking, on the cats. fridge? Ow. There's a daughter. I, I definitely That's, remember that conservative dad at that moment, like, what are you doing? Seductively kissing her dad again. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of these weird I wouldn't know what the fuck's going on either. Yeah, yeah, he's so like, he's all disheveled. He's like, he's like, damn, she looking good. She kissing me. This is getting weird. He's smiling. Yeah, yeah, he's going yeah. Up to a murder scene. <laughs> and he's obviously, it's his birthday. It's Roger Murtaugh's birthday. He's showing up to a fucking a crime scene. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, we got a uh, we got a hooker right in front of her. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got a hooker. They got no fucking hookers. Got no respect. Yeah, yeah. We got a hooker here. I'll just have to know when to blow. Fucking classic. I'll dress up and no one to blow. I'm gonna totally gonna fucking use that line. Let's see, no convictions. Point in Tennessee. Parents, what, what was the name? Hunsaker. Yeah, yeah, the parents. Oh, parents. Mike All dressed up and no one to blow. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Find out about it. Who's, who's paying the bills? That'll take some looking into. So look. Uh, Fucking, you gotta love when cops just like in movies get like so fucking like you're just answering questions and they fly off the handle. So look! <laughs> Fucking just fly off the handle. Lose it. Tommy Atkins. Good job doing that, though. Tom Atkins, Pittsburgh boy, born and raised, I believe. It's Miller time. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think he was in any other uh, Romero movies other than Creepshow. Right? I don't think he was in anything else. Was he in Bruiser? He was in Bruiser, right? Was Tom Atkins in Bruiser? I don't know. I think he was. Guess what? Look it up. His daughter just still went to 
And the classic old fucking 80s phones with the fucking dials on the back side of them. Kind of that cool shit's gotta thing. come in. That shit's gotta come back, back where your dials, you actually have the push buttons yeah. on the back of your fucking phone. Big phones have come back. We went back down to the fucking Razor phones in 2006 and now, look at all that fucking coke. Holy shit. <laughs> Mel Gibson's just like stoked. Christmas trees and coke. Snowing. <laughs> That's a hell of a job right there. Is playing like one of the fucking like drug dealers or crook bandits in a buddy cop movie. That is like the life right there. <laughs> all of it. He wants all the coke. Pretty sure drug dealers don't go like that. No, they're out in the fucking open right now, completely out in the open. They just have Christmas trees around. I'll take all of it. Congratulations. <laughs> He said you liked it. That's a fair price. Yeah. Yeah, hell, y'all really want it. He said that's $100,000. Mel Gibson's getting a $100 bill out right now. Oh, no, a couple 20s. Gotta love that old Coke money, too. Tom Atkins was a detective and bruiser. Yeah, I, I thought he was in there, yeah. Well, you told me to lock it up. Get it, you dumb shit. $100,000. $100,000. Jesus, it's a lot for Coke. I know, right? Was Coke that much in the back in the 80s? Sorry, I can't afford that amount of my salary. But look, I'll tell you what, I got a better idea. Here. Now, let me say I, uh, I take the whole stash <laughs> off your hands for free. This is fucking great. You assholes can go to jail. That's a hell of a reveal. Yeah. I love it. It's just like, and you assholes can go to jail. I love when he just, he, this, this coming out, this freak out moment. This badge ain't real. This Oh shit! You don't ever want to tell a cop he ain't real, especially Mel. Especially Mel Gibson. This is. Pulls off some three stooges Cop hiding her. Shooting these motherfuckers the fuck up. Man, the Bronco was reigning fucking supreme in 87. Holy shit. That's like a third Bronco I've seen in this movie. I wonder if they stopped making it because that's a whole OJ They're thing. bringing the, the fucking, the Bronco comes back in, I think, 2019. Really? Yeah, Ford's working on the Bronco right now. It probably did drop in sales because people are just <laughs> seeing white Broncos. <laughs> After OJ. Yeah. Mel Gibson, obviously, clearly suicidal, too. <laughs> Obviously getting pissed because this guy wouldn't shoot him. And seeing that Mel is completely unglued. <laughs> he plays like this fucking psycho cop character so well. I'm telling you, he probably isn't too far from Oh, I'm that. sure he's not. It's just like Billy Bob Thornton. Do you think Billy Bob Thornton's that disassociated from his bad Santa character? He probably isn't. <laughs> probably not. So you think he's fucking chicks in the ass? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what his pull preference is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great band name. What the fuck is up? We're whole preference. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but fucking Mel Gibson. Well, not butt fucking, but that's <laughs> that's Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> so he's obviously drinking now. He's just fucking sucking down some uh, cores. some some cores, and he's staring at a picture of his dead wife and him from the set of Mad Max. His pants are un- unbuckled. He's got a fucking gun, and he's got to fucking get the courage to put it under his chin. Now, I remember, you don't, I mean, uh, I actually, in uh, a stand-up, like a, well, like a spoken word that Henry Rollins talked about when one of his friends um, was murdered in front of him, um, he talks about, like, Mel, he, he, he made a good point, and he's just like, a, you know, you see all these things in the movies where these guys just kill people without any kind of, like, Rep- repercussions or consequences it, yeah. yeah you're just like killing people like, like especially if you, yeah it. especially if you're like you're a cop too like you're waxing all these guys which most of them probably deserve it but like you think about how many fucking the death tolls in some of this shit are so fucking high like people are just dying left and right in this oh, yeah, fucking yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like fucking two guys just got waxed in that scene like <laughs> there's fucking like there's a higher fucking kill count in this than there is in fucking first blood no, for real, for real. I think there is. One kill. Yeah, exactly. That's bizarre. It think about like, that. Doesn't it seem like so much more than that? This is like a comedy, but like, yeah. obviously Mel Gibson's holding a gun to his face right now. Think about how fucking crazy that is. And this is a pretty drawn out fucking scene too. Just staring at it. He's gonna fucking blow himself away, and he can't do it. His commitment to the fucking job the and coke and coke. Did he, wait? Did he sniff the coke? I didn't even remember. Oh yeah, he, he took a little hitsky. A little snorsky. Why does that scene look so crisp? Yeah. That the <laughs> scene where they close, they did a close up on his hand on the gun. So he fucking takes a gun off the safety twice. Oh, this is completely maybe well, everything Shane Black does involves Christmas. Predator didn't involve Christmas. But this fucking uh, Kiss This Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, fucking the nice guys. Wow, he's got a Christmas fetish. Yeah. Maybe he's like Billy Bob Thornton and likes to put on a suit and fuck girls in the butt. <laughs> That's his whole practice. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously, so Mel Gibson's character is obviously fucking unglued. And it's funny, you watch this more and more and you realize like how fucking like... Uh, how deep in this character he gets, how fucking he's like, he's really acting well, this fucking... Mel Gibson said that he wanted to commit suicide a couple times, that he almost did it. Well, yeah, he uh, researched the role. <laughs> <laughs> he's a method actor. Yeah. <laughs> But obviously this is good character development because, like, at first you just see that he's fucking, like, out of his fucking mind. He's obviously got a death wish, but now you see why. Why, yeah. Without, actually, without even having to come and say, like, his wife died, he's unhinged. Like, they, you know, they tell the story. Shane Shane Black's uh, writing tells a story, like, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have to come out and say those things. It shows how opposite they are. Yeah, yeah. Perfect family life. Richard, Roger Murtaugh, yeah. Wants the family life together. Yeah. And- Martin Riggs. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Mary, uh, what's her shits? Oh, shit. She was the mom in fucking Monster Squad. Right? She was, yep, 87 as well. Yeah. Uh, you know what else she was in? Was the in All Through the House, the Christmas episode of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Nice. What the fuck's her name? I always forget her name. 
And she went nuts recently. She had, like, either Alzheimer's or something like that, and she died not that long ago. Really? Yes. Yes, she she died, and I don't think they ever disclosed what she actually died of, but I know she had some... I think she had some mental health issues. Um, And it's unfortunate, because she died relatively young. But I wonder why she didn't return for this... uh, for this role, because obviously it went on to uh, Renee Russo ended up oh, taking yeah. the She's taking also, over this t- not the same person, but obviously a different a different person. Wait, what am I looking up again? That her name's Mary something, and I've always oh, yeah, yeah, forget yeah, yeah. her fucking I have name. Her page up right now. Oh, Mary Mary Ellen Trainer. Yeah. Well, she also played in Died in 2015. She played in Diamond. Yeah. Yes. She's a mom and going Complications from yeah. pancreatic cancer. Maybe she wasn't crazy. I don't know. She was married to fucking Zemeckis. Did you know that? Really? Look. For how long? It said 1980 through... Divorce. Divorced one child. So I don't know how long, long they were married. But... <laughs> no editing, motherfuckers. Um, well played. Uh, so now fucking Martin Riggs is inside. Look at that guy. That guy was the fucking, he was the cop in, um, I can't think of the, what the fuck movie he was in. Martin Riggs pulling his gun out and they don't realize because he's not in any kind of professional looking clothes. He's just got some Levi's, some shit kickers and a fucking Marlboro fucking button up on. You know he had those Marlboro Miles for sure. He was sending the stuff in for the oh, duffel yeah. bag and the fucking thermos. Man, cop cop movies were so huge in the eighties. Like you think about like all the cop movies, like Cobra and fucking this, and there was just so many. I feel like what are some other cop movies? There's a lot of them. There was. I feel like there's just so many. Forty eight hours. Anti cop. Yeah, which is strange because I feel like, you know, police were so like. I mean, just because that's not to say that cops have not always. There's not always been dirty cops. Obviously, there's always been dirty cops. These movies even dive into dirty cops, but uh, now you just hear about it more because social media is like a bigger thing and stuff like that. Just as for as for as many good cops there are, I think feel like there's twice as many, or for as many bad cops as there are, there's twice as many good cops. So. I mean, I feel like cops were a little more respected uh, back then. And obviously, uh, when you think about what some of the... Well, like the detectives, especially. The guys that are, like, getting into fucking shootouts with drug dealers and things like that. You know, you don't realize that these, you know, guys are risking their fucking lives to bring down the fucking the trash of the world. Basically save yours, but yeah. then you're fucking... So far, this movie makes me want to smoke cigarettes and become a cop. Yeah, there's a lot of cigarette smoking. Like I said, Mel's obviously wearing that red button-up. You know it's a Marlboro one. Then he yeah. mailed in 450 <laughs> miles and got it. That he, he got that. Which, Sean, didn't we talk about that? Mailing in the Marlboro miles? Yeah, because I still have, like, a like early 90s Marlboro duffel bag that yeah. I use when yeah. I go on trips. Think about that. Oh, a cigarette company had a fucking system where you could cut out the fucking barcode and it said like you know fifty miles or whatever, and you could send in your fucking your mileage, all your miles, and you got free shit. Got free swag. Talk about some fucking incentive to smoke. <laughs> Jesus. Shit, did you bring it back? Now you can't they pro- smoke in movies. So yeah, yeah, I know. Is that really a thing? Yeah, they, yeah, they don't ever. Rarely they show people there smoking. There he is. There, woo! 
Buse dog. This is pre. Is this? I think this is pre the the motorcycle wreck before he went fucking nuts and had half an eye. Jesse, tell your Gary Busey story. We went to Monster Mania. Oh yeah, so I have a Gary Busey story. So Gary Busey was a guest at Monster Mania. I think when was this? 2010, maybe. 2010 or something like that. And. he was signing, and Jake Busey, his son, was signing at a table close by. And uh, he was signing, he was talking really loud, and people were there. And I quoted his, uh, you know, we were obviously in the same room, it was pretty small, so I quoted my uh, my favorite line from Silver Bullet, where I said, piss on the Yankees, piss on the Indians, because he obviously said that when he was drunk playing cards with Corey Hames' character, Marty, in uh, Silver Bullet, and he was, piss on the Yankees, piss on the Indians. So I said that, and he goes, hey! And then shook his finger and went. <laughs> it was great. It was the only encounter I had with Gary Busey, but it was great. I wasn't going to pay him fucking $80 or whatever he was charging. I think it was 60 at the time. 60 Yeah, he wasn't getting fucking 320s from me, I'll tell you that. Now they show how hard Gary Busey is. They're, the gangsters are all in the fucking bar. And they're like, this is how fuck, this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> I'm going to fucking hold this fucking Marlboro fucking... It was, it was fucking 280 miles from Marlboro to get this lighter. And I'm going to hold it... Gary Busey's going to hold his fucking arm under it and let him burn a fucking... Yeah, you don't like that shit? Dude, fucking just burning usage, his own arm. The usage of the word man in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Man. That all guy looks familiar. Yeah. He was in, um, I don't know, look him up. He's been seeing him a lot. All right. Look him up. I forget his name. Listen, what, what kind of fucked upness do you got to be to let your boss, your 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 crime boss fucking hold a lighter under your arm and burn your fucking arm to show other pieces of shit that you're a hard motherfucker? Why wouldn't you just burn his arm? Exactly. I was just thinking, like, why not? What does that show him? Yeah, right? I yeah. just like you do that and get away with Poor it. Poor Gary Busey's character's got fucking 25 burn marks on his fucking arm to show these guys that they're not fucking around. <laughs> How about you just say, we're not fucking around. I can hold the lighter under this guy's arm and burn it. <laughs> Alright, man. Alright. I forgot the Lethal Weapon was, quote, remade. Oh yeah, it's a, oh yeah, it's a TV I, show. I heard the TV show's good. Actually, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's good. Mar, uh, Damon Wayans plays uh, yeah. Murtaugh. Yeah, they got old army buddies or whatever. Man. Academy. Right? Yeah, Academy brats. The autopsy report. Old Tommy Atkins, looking fucking sixty-five forever. <laughs> forever sixty-five. Yeah, seriously. And okay, Tom so Atkins the just. Whoa, old guy. So Tom Atkins just got the news that his daughter was murdered. And she. He can't take this. He's doing cocaine. She was doing La Coca. Why did you try to get in touch Tom Atkins has had a hell of a fucking career. When you think about like how memorable he is in all the roles, and obviously the dad in Creepshow, and he was in Night of the Demons. He was in Bruisers. We remembered. Three. Halloween fucking three, of course. Turn it off. Yeah. Night of the Creeps. N- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I recently uh, told Lou about uh, how great Night of the Creeps was, and he picked it up, and he, uh, it was the first time he saw it, and he fucking obviously loved it, because how could you not love that movie? It's so fucking great. Fred Drecker is writing yeah. the new Predators movie with Shane Black. Yeah. 
Fred Decker is a fucking back. Yeah. Making a comeback. He's just distraught. And fucking Murtaugh is trying to fucking console him. And Martin Riggs is smoking inside. Yeah. <laughs> See, it seems ridiculous now, but people didn't care back then. Do you remember walking into Pizza Hut and you could just fucking... There was a smoking... Oh, yeah. what, you know what's funny is they had a smoking section in Pizza Hut. There was no separators at all. <laughs> if one person's smoking in Pizza Hut, you can fucking smell the cigarette smoke everywhere. It's like, oh, we don't want to... We don't want to... We want to sit in this part where you can't smoke, but you could still inhale all the secondhand smoke. <laughs> Light up and go to the sales bar. Isn't that, you know? isn't that so strange? Could you smoke in grocery stores? I don't think you could smoke in grocery stores, right? People smoke know. in Foodland. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, Maybe walk through Big M, fucking just smoking a marb. <laughs> walk around fucking face. I can't remember like the extent of it. I know you used to be able to smoke on airplanes, right? I think that's dangerous. That's fucking super dangerous. But now everyone vapes. Yeah. It's okay. Can you vape? In a, they can, actually che- New York State just banned vaping in public web buildings. Really? Yep. Can't, cannot vape while fucking buying groceries. Can't vape in Pizza Hut. The, all, the six that are left yeah. in the whole fucking world. Martin Riggs fucking sucking on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. <laughs> Lost Boys. Lost Boys in fucking theaters. This Look at that. Fucking the diner. Wow. I never noticed that before. Bye. Holy fuck. I'm glad all three of us marked out over there. Wow, holy shit. The things you fucking discover after seeing a movie for the umpteenth time. The old classic Pepsi can, too. I gotta bring that shit back. Dude, I know. See, you see, like, uh, Riggs' character fucking break, like... One minute he wants to kill them, kill himself. The next minute he loves this job and he's sucking on a chili dog, leaving the tasty freeze. God, I love this job. <laughs> you gotta love how like classic the cars look then too, oh, because yeah. they the look like cars. yeah, like super they like boxy. And, you know yeah, I mean? no, for real. Man, that's a slick fucking Oldsmobile old yeah. Murtaugh's driving right now. Brand new. No, it's a Buick. I, I take it back. Yes, I do. And we we burned out on a church fucking part, lawn because we were fucking eighteen and prick holes. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to at first, and then I realized we were on the lawn of a church, and I was like, "Yep, eh, burn them, burn them." So this guy's on the roof. There's a Santa. And this guy's gonna jump, and fucking Riggs is up there. Man, that fucking... Maybe it's this 2K transfer that has this fucking Marlboro shirt so vividly red, but... The California sun. Yeah, seriously. This does look... This this Blu-ray release is pretty nice, though. Yeah. Fucking $10. Yeah, 10 bucks for the fucking Lethal Weapon collection at Walmart on Black Funkin' Friday. Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Fair enough, but... Oh, What's up? None of your goddamn business! So, like, the distraught suicidal guy. Yeah. And here's Mel. Mel went from loving the job and now he's back on a suicide case. You're not the first guy to think of this, you know? 
a lot of people have got problems, especially during the silly season like now. <laughs> Do you say the silly season? Yeah, yeah. I never feel down around Christmas time. Like, I'm fine. Like, I ain't trying to kill myself around Christmas time. I'm gonna fucking watch Home Alone too. I'm gonna fucking off myself before I get all my movies in. Like, you do hear, like, that is the most a time when everyone's depressed and everything. It's so strange. I didn't. I don't get it. It's the happiest time of the year. Yeah, it's the most wonderful time. Apparently not. Like Phoebe Case said in Gremlins, yeah. Well, some are open up their presents, others open up their wrists. Yes. That's a pretty dark fucking line, it actually, is exactly. isn't it? Why is this guy got a fucking his collars popped? He's got a fucking big ass, fucking Gucci ass ring on his finger. Mel's fucking dishing out a fucking marb to him too. <laughs> Try and get that miles, son. I'm gonna earn like a thousand miles versus watching this movie. <laughs> Is that a fucking Santa Claus down below? Dude, where the fuck have you been? It's Christmas time. He's been on his fucking phone. <laughs> Quit fucking texting. Got the Snapchat. Oh, silver bracelet. Oh, wait. Is that a black handcuff? Yeah. No, no. They're silver. What? There's a black handcuff? I don't think so. That's hard. That's goth as fuck. <laughs> they are black. Yeah, it's a kind of. I have a pair of black handcuffs at work. You have a pair of black handcuffs? Are they handcuffs or are they zip ties? No, they're handcuffs. Do you really want to jump? This is classic too. Look, they hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't care where the fuck you're landing. If you're jumping that fucking far. <laughs> Do you really want to jump? Do you want to? <laughs> oh, they had the mat down there. That's right. Mel Gibson's just like stoked right now, too. Why the fuck? <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> His fucking hair. Wait, why are they cuffing that guy? Wasn't he just, he was just going to kill himself and that was it? And they're like, you're going to jail, asshole. <laughs> Fucking kill yourself. You kill yourself ain't against the law. Maybe in the manner that you do it. Yeah. Public. They're not going to shoot. Yeah, but if you're suicidal, they're like, we got you on fucking public disturbance, cocksucker. Attempted murder. <laughs> Look at Danny Glover's so pissed. Look, I love that. That's the best part. When he fucking throws... Okay, clown. He fucking, he fucking throws the door and it doesn't slam because it's the rotating one. Why is he fucking flipping out on him? It's so great. Danny Glover's definitely got coffee breath. I could tell. <laughs> so Danny Glover's testing him, see if he's really suicidal. And obviously, Mel's got the thousand yard stare. He's like, Nah, bullet might go through your ear. Put it under your chin. 
<laughs> Ow! <laughs> Just screams like, Ow! <laughs> He just had a chili dog. Why is he I'm fucking hungry again? Yeah. I'm gonna go get something to eat. Yeah, being suicidal is super fucking. Just, just fucking get you get famished. Burning through, yeah. your- <laughs> through all your calories, <laughs> thinking about death all the time. He's eating away at everything else. What are you talking about? What's that say? What's the brand say on it? Mobira. Mobira. Yeah, a guy at work actually was telling me about this, obviously, because I uh, work with uh, electronics, and we got I got access to these guys that have worked on electronics for their entire fucking lives. Um, they're like, talking about these old fucking box fucking phones that people had in their cars. Um, even before, like, people thought, you know, the, inv- the you know, the invention of the car phone and stuff people were carrying around those big fucking box phones and shit <laughs> the big like antenna yeah yeah before we you know before those ones there was those ones um probably cost like two dollars a minute to use oh yeah that's a fucking yeah that is an oldsmobile no you know what they operate off them they off they operate off from uh like telephone fucking uh towers and yeah. or they're called what the fuck are they called they're called repeater stations and they're towers that, like, connect, like, CB radios and shit like that. I literally just found this out a couple weeks ago. I was talking to a guy about fucking, uh, uh, one of the, one of the fucking, uh, something that was, uh, going to our communications division, uh, cause they deal with all that shit and stuff. And he would just explain to me about these repeater stations. <laughs> he said he was driving before he was itching his daddy's pants. All right. I never got an itch before I got a boner. I'm just gonna say that. I don't think. Oh shit. So now the relationship between Riggs and Murtaugh is like forming, and they're really fucking. Someone understanding Mur- each other. Yeah, yeah. Murtaugh's obviously just stressed out by this fucking crazy asshole that's just super hungry and suicidal. Is, he stresses way too much. Fucking. Yeah, he's way too stressed out. He's just gotta relax. If Mel Gibson's got Mel Gibson got a bald spot. Look at that bald spot. How did that happen? It's crazy. It's like a weird missing patch on the right side of his head. Yeah, that is weird. I never noticed that before either. Might have fucking wonder Busey burn it with that lighter. <laughs> hey, are you gonna tell me where we're going? We're together on this, right? So this has got to be the most famous like cop duo in all oh, cinema, absolutely. though, for sure. Absolutely. Four movies. You know, you get first one eighty-seven, and then the second one ninety. Third one in ninety-two, maybe. Do I got that right? I think 97 was the last one, right? Yeah, 97 was four. Had Chris Rock in it. Yeah. Yeah, this really is a great transfer. Not to keep repeating that. I'm fucking... Whoever was on the transfer department here at Warner Brothers did, the, did it justice this time. Which I'm, I'm glad that on this, this Warner Blu-ray actually has a main menu and loaded with special features, whereas Warner Brothers has been known to be fucking lackluster for, with some shit, especially the releases with no fucking main menu screen. Whoops. Uh, with no main menu screen, as well as fucking... That's like the old fucking Warner Brothers. Well, even like some of the newer ones, like uh, fucking... They have a main menu screen, but they go immediately directly to the movie. movie. Um, 
which I mean, it doesn't really matter because uh, the Lost Boys Blu-ray still does that. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they have because Warner has this Warner Archives release now where they release more of the more obscure stuff. Like uh, they released like Innocent Blood recently, like just bare bones, no features, and you know goes right to the movie. <laughs> So they skimp in some aspects, so I'm glad I didn't skimp on this. But Dick Donner probably ensured that they weren't gonna. Thankfully, I think he oversees a lot. This of was stuff. this was his baby anyway. He was because it was such a big hit too. Yeah. He directed all four. I'm pretty sure, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Oh shit! This was actually ironically we're talking watching this now. This was just in the news that they're pretty much done with the script. I guess he was saying they're like ready to go. For what? I'll find it. For the fifth one? Yeah. Really? No, yeah, see, like, he might... No shit. It sounds like he might... He actually might return to... It was something... It seemed... <laughs> I feel like that's... You just call people fucking... Just... Right here. Don, Donner says Lethal Weapon 5 is inches away. Wow, that's great. I'm Joe Blow. Hands up, asshole! <laughs> It's fucking great. He kneecapped him. See, you could sympathize for the guy, and then guess what? You know what he's gonna fucking do? He's gonna pull a fucking gun. Like a piece of fucking shit. I always thought this scene was intense. Like the oh, yeah. top, like not oh. being able to, like, just being trapped. Oh, yeah. Why are those girls, why do girls in the 80s that were involved with, like, nefarious, like, drug activities wear those, like, half-ass, like, moo-moo dresses? Like... Where they're like loose. Watch to see what the girls are wearing. Watch when they go back to them. Maybe it's just because you want to be loose. Because you never know when you gotta. Oh, he's gotta go. Yeah. See. Shoot! Shoot! Dead motherfucker. No, he ain't dead. Not yet. Look at that man. Just, I don't know. Just the idea of that being trapped in the tarp. And yeah, yeah. Water. So he, the guy's obviously got shot. He's trapped in the tarp. Riggs and Murtar diving in. Riggs gets to him, and yeah, he's dead as shit. Yeah, he's gone. He's an ugly prick. Yeah. <laughs> dead as shit, though. Alright. He said, Not a concern that not only is the project in the works, but that it's inches away from getting the go-ahead. Damn, that'd be intense. <clears throat> fucking Lethal Weapon yeah. 5. I'd go fucking it's see that all day. But inches away. That's awesome. It's a story I came up with. Channing Gibson, the writer who wrote Lethal Weapon 4, and I'm just having to, I'm just having to work it out with the studio. If everybody steps up and we all get together, we'll make it. Mel and Danny are on board. Wow. If they don't. If it doesn't work out, at least we tried. But there's a good, a better chance. That you will see the movie. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah. Lethal Weapon 5. I wonder what his script idea is. It's got to involve, like, one of them two dying. He's saying it's not a good chance, it's a better chance. That's good. That'd be sick. I wrote a 62-page treatment with my friend Chuck for Lethal Weapon 5. Wait, hold on. i got to read ahead. It's a content. Machine Black Man, Black. to get a Lethal Weapon 5 would be fucking intense. Sean, no, this was basically his first Yo, how are you enjoying this so far? I think it's fantastic. Yeah, Sean, you're on your goddamn phone. <laughs> you haven't said anything in the last 10 minutes. Uh, 
Well, you guys have seen this, so you guys have things to comment. Briggs had his ass out for the second time, and you missed it. For the first time, focusing. Why would I question the movie? Well, you're watching it, and you don't question movies. Females, females question movies. I'm not a female, huh? That's this whole dynamic of you're supposed to be the. One who has not seen it. I don't have to question anything. So now Riggs is coming to Murtaugh's house to get his wife's terrible cooking. Why are the kids running down the street? This is too safe of a neighborhood. Yeah. California would not be this safe now. I don't care where the fuck you're going. My kids played outside, I guess. 80s were a different time. It was a safer time. Yep. I mean, unless you were doing coke, obviously, and diving off fucking buildings, but... Or trying to buy fucking coke at a fucking Christmas tree lot. Yeah. <laughs> Hot spot for coke. I couldn't imagine. This is this is actually one of the few uh, Christmas movies that takes place in a, you know, doesn't have any snow. Oh yeah, yeah. So L.A. setting. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting to to see that. I couldn't imagine growing up in a place with not having snow around Christmas time. Like, yeah, it even feels weird up here for the times where we have the like mild Christmases and we only have like fucking. Yeah, I wonder what that's like being from a. California. Well, fucking two years ago, I'll never forget when Christmas Eve it was seventy fucking two degrees up here. That, that was so insane. fucking trippy. I was a t-shirt. It was terrible. It felt so wrong. Fucking people were in, had shorts on, cashing their checks and shit. Like that was me all fucking winter. Ugh, that was bizarre. Actually. It was so weird. I didn't like it at all. Last year we had a little bit of snow, which was nice. And it looks like this year we're probably gonna have snow too. Yeah, fucking snowing in in the fucking twenties. Coffee is staple in any American home. Yes, Coffee at dinner time, huh? Oh. Yeah, I feel like people, like older people. I mean, older. We're fucking all almost thirty now. Like I'm almost thirty. You're fucking. You're fucking well into your thirtieth well, year. Yeah. Month in my thirtieth year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Drinking coffee just seemed like when you were a kid. It seemed like such an adult thing. Yeah, it definitely did. I think I was probably around 18, I would say. Probably after high, I don't know. Yeah, after high school is probably when I started drinking coffee. I think I used to drink coffee. I drank coffee in high school, but I used to drink, like, I don't know. I used to drink quite a bit, actually, always. Man, you see, like, parents getting their, like, five-year-old's coffee. Yeah, what yeah, which fuck? is weird. <laughs> that, that was me. Getting coffee? Yeah. At five? Oh, shit. Here I didn't know fucking Murtaugh's son was in Crisscross. Yeah. Crisscross and make you. Which is funny, go back to the coffee talk. Remember, like, that urban legend's like, if you drink coffee, it'll start your growth? Yeah. I'm fucking six foot four. I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid. Yeah. But I drank coffee. I've been 5'8 since 2004, so maybe they did stump my growth. Maybe during puberty is what they're talking about. Maybe. Well, in that case, in that case, my dick hasn't grown since I was three, so I'm probably right on par. I guess coffee's to blame. Yeah. That Joe. Stun of the old cocker. And Murtaugh's obviously got a hell of a salary because he's rocking a fucking, he's got a big fucking nice boat. Pontoon boat. Oh, he's been on the force for 10 years. He can afford it. Why is he working on it already? What the fuck's going on? How did he find time to become a boat mechanic, too? He's like a fucking seasoned detective. 
I don't know. The guy makes me nervous, so he's always fucking paranoid and freaking out. <laughs> yeah, he really he is. He, Murt- no, Murtaugh really is, like, super nervous down. all the time. He's he super neurotic. He needs a fucking marb. But he actually seems like, he in the movie, like, on the surface, he seems like the calm and collected one. But he's, like, super nervous. Yeah. Like, most of the time, Mel Gibson's just like, he's crazy, but Mel Gibson's like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he goes from, like, zero to hundred. Fucking yeah. Danny Glover is at a hundred. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. <laughs> he really is. Danny fucking Glover. You know, Danny Glover, it's funny, Joe Pesci obviously appears in the second, the third one, and the fourth one. Um, Wait, was he in the second one? Yes, he was in the second one. Was he in the second one? Yes, he was. Leo, yes, okay. So he's in the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. Danny Glover and Joe Pesci appeared in a movie in 1997. Funny, because that came out, the fourth one came out in 97. Uh, movie called Gone Fishing. You ever seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking amazing. That was Pesci's, like, last role for a, the longest time. I can't believe that guy. Now he's coming out of retirement. For the Irishman. Yep. Look at it. He even freaked out when the boat came out. It's like, shit! Which one you hit? Go! You asshole! <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> you asshole. The Shamrock. Why is it called the Shamrock? Was that the name of the fucking actual boat company? Wait, is Danny Glover wearing sweats? He is, too. Yeah, he got it from the fucking, uh, that one house where he jumped in the pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just never took him off. Yeah. Coors and Rick, Dick Donner and Coors must have had an agreement, because there's nothing but Coors and Pepsi in this, comer- in this commercial, in this movie. Sean, you better fucking be looking up stats on Danny Glover's fucking Coors drinking ability, motherfucker. Oh, my fucking God. This kid... Not watching the fucking movie. Sean, where do you rate her hotness? The daughter. Zero, because she's underage. Okay, one, don't lie. Two, how do you know she's underage? She could be 18. Plus, 17's legal with parental consent. Maybe they didn't, she is above 18 because they didn't want to work with kids. Yeah, motherfucker, you sick liar. Sean, you're sick. You don't know a hell of a lot about boats. So they're fucking. Well, she was born in '61, so that would have made her. '61. She was well. She was in her twenties. Wait, was she? Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Sean, rate her hotness. She was in her twenties. Twenty-five. Look at her. Zero. You fucking liar. That's her photo. Only photo on IMDb. <laughs> the one with the in the tub. Where they fucking surprised Danny Glover in the tub is her only photo on her IMDb page. So we are about, we are what? We've got 50 minutes in. That's awesome. And we are at about, I think we got like an hour left. Yeah, less, a little less than an hour. When I was 19, I did a guy in Laos from a thousand yards out. Oh, fucking. So he's Merc. He was a mercenary. Special forces. He obviously has a special forces tattoo. That's a hell of an extended cab truck, man. I wish I was a cop and had a cop salary. I'd buy myself a fucking truck. LAPD salary. 
You really like my wife's cooking? <laughs> no. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Why was he excited to see if he liked his wife's cooking? The guy has some serious emotional issues. Yeah. <laughs> that needs to be addressed, but he's... He's like, hey, you like my wife's cooking? No. Classic tale of your wife being a bad cook. Your wife's either a great cook or a bad cook. There's no in between. Like, eh, she does some stuff well. Nope, she's either bad or good. Is he shit talking the cat now? The cat, the cat again. Everywhere. Everywhere but the floor. Cat's getting into fucking something. Happy birthday, Sergeant Murtaugh. Oh, that's why he has all that money. He's on that sergeant salary. Yeah. Toy-ass gun for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, what we got? Got a VHS tape. And we got a fucking yearbook. Hopefully it's a sign-up. Sean, Ray, yes. Ray Murtaugh's daughter on <laughs> sex ability. Yeah. Zero to ten. I give her a solid three. Three? Why? Why? Because her hair's not done? How about these girls? Yeah. <laughs> He's got those fucking glasses on. <laughs> with that dead stare. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Glover actually did have a legit ass stare. Why is he like... He's got to like... If his kids walk in right now and they see him watching some white girls just topless, like, showering. oh, like, what's he gonna? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's kind of messed up that he's watching that. Class of '83 was Amanda Hotsucker, Palace Verities, California. That's a terrible photo. Right. Yeah. Why would you take from your like, like with your back turned with your head turned sideways? That doesn't even you're not even looking back at the camera. It's a why did they decide on that picture for her yearbook picture? Do you know that she's the only one doing that too? Yeah. yeah, maybe they wanted to be like she's super dramatic. Why is a cat sleeping on Murtaugh right now? <laughs> the cat's like I'm just gonna chill on the sergeant. Here's some coffee. Morning, Roger. Yeah, Roger's super high strung. Mel Gibson's holding the fucking coffee under. But he won't freak out if there's a fucking cat laying on his chest. What time is it? Uh, it's daytime. <laughs> what time is it? What time is it? What would you do if you were a cop and your partner's just coming into your room holding coffee under? I guess if your kids are walking in on you taking a bath, that's probably the least of your worries. A little normal. Yeah. <laughs> now I kind of want coffee. I want some hot fucking coffee. <laughs> he is always freaking out. I know, he really he is. Never kind. Now they're at the shooting range. Amanda Hotsucker, the night she died. Okay, suppose it was Dixie. Okay, asshole. <laughs> and boom, boom. If it was her. She's got plenty of time to spritz the place out. Whatever. Except the man that jumps out the window. <laughs> so, you know, either way. Either way, she has to make a quick exit because the body's public. Sure, she thinks fine. Amanda swallows a couple of downers and she's dead. 
If it was her. If it was her. She's got plenty of time to spritz the place out. Whatever. Except the man that jumps out the window. Well, the Dixie pushes her, you know, either way. Either way, she has to make a quick exit because the body's public. So she hauls ass downstairs. People are coming out saying, what's happened? What's happened? Somebody spots her. Shit. That's right. She stops the station. Quick beat. Now she has to cover her ass. Cover her ass. She gotta cover her ass. She said shit. She said shit. She gotta stop covering her ass. She gotta cover her ass. What the hell offends my middle name? Wife's tripping, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many classic lines. Remarks like that will not get you invited to Christmas dinner. My luck's changing for the better every day. <laughs> All right, baby. Man, we gotta go to a shooting range. I need to shoot something. Like, fucking. Look, Danny Glover's so fucking pumped that he had, like, all the fucking uh, nice shots, and then he sees fucking Riggs is, like, fucking just immaculate. What do you do, sleep with that thing on your pillow? What if I slept? Step back, baby. Show old man. This has got to be the pleasures of being a police officer. Just going to the shooting range. If you're a detective, you're fucking just like, eh. Mr. Hunt sucker ain't home, and we gonna get his ass. So we gotta go to the shooting range first. D glove fucking cracking the nuff. Do you think anybody ever called him D glove? How fucking hard is, yo D glove? Oh yeah. Hey. Gotta go to a shooting range. Yeah? Gotta go to a shooting range. I gotta get my fucking handgun permit. I thought about granted, uh, granted, it isn't getting any easier with these fucking psychos that fucking roam around this fucking earth. Yep. And this shit's going all the way back. It's my biggest regret in life is I didn't become a police officer. There's a lot of, like, drawn-outness that's, like, comfortable in this movie. Like, whether it's, like, stairs or, like, certain scenes, like, where they're talking about fucking his wife's cooking. Or, like, this, when they're waiting for the fucking thing to come back. Oh, they don't cut. They could, cu- they could cut, but there's just so, like... <laughs> of course, the eyes, nose, and smiley face. Have a nice day. So, D-Glove is seeing that fucking Riggs is a pro motherfucker. Oh shit, I forgot about the Yeah, kids. I forgot about the boys in the hood. <laughs> the fucking babies, kids? <laughs> Why has he got the glasses on randomly? Uh, like, he's a pedophile. Man. It's like just putting the glasses back yeah. on. Well, no, we're just going over there for a cup of coffee. Yeah, we're going over here to. Why the fuck's Mel got the fucking Phil Spector glasses on? <laughs> Ollie rocks the fucking sweater vest. Like I said, you got to when you're a sergeant. Probably nothing. Nah. Big explosion. Needed it in the movie. Waiting for it the whole time. So obviously get the big ass fucking house explosion. Knocks you on your ass. Yeah. 
What are you a fag? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I never noticed that one before. What are you a fag? Patting out the flame on Mel's back and D Glove fucking gets asked, What are you a fag? <laughs> the kids are just stoked. Fucking rocking the 3D glasses. D Glove's sweating his fucking tits off. No shit. Yep. Someone was home. They got the body bag. Dixie was home. Dick's dog was home. Part of the device. This is artwork. This is goddamn artwork. Well, I'm glad you like it. This is artwork. This is goddamn artwork. Well, I'm glad you like it. They used to hire Mercs to use the exact same setup. Mercury switches. Kaflui, that's hippie Kaflui. shit. Kaflui. I think we got something over here that Detective wants to see. All right, asshole. Look at that old red car with the red rims. What the fuck? Is that a, it's got to be a fire car. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at fire chief. I've never heard of a fire car, but that's amazing. Bunch of kids playing this morning. Okay, so has that fucking fire Durango. Who? Where? Timmy's dad? Is it Timmy's dad? No, Timmy's dad along with the chief. Oh. Oh, he probably won't last long as a chief when your son burns down your own house. What the fuck are the odds of that? Your fire chief, your fucking son burns down your house. Jesus Christ. Man, these kids look hard as fuck. They know. The fucking 3D glasses. One kid's wearing a... I don't know what the hell you would call it. Like a cowboy. With the yeah. What's yours? Don't tell him your name. Don't tell him your name was gonna put you in jail. And you won't see your mom. No, no, no. It's all right. Those kids look super dubbed in. Come on. Yeah. Don't tell me your name, Alfred. Alfred. Oh, this is Alfred. Alfred. This is Alfred. Alfred High. Alfred High. Alfred High. Six. Six years old. I bet you like go bots. Is that a real gun? Yeah. Yes. This is a real gun. Which is funny that they say that actually, because this is obviously before the Rodney King case yeah, and things yeah. like that, so the uh, the black kids in this say, Mommy says, police mistreat black people. So obviously, this is not, that's the thing where it gets lost in translation, where people think this is a new thing that, like, there's been cases of, like, cops, like, and issues with, with, with people of a different race. So obviously, this has been going on since fucking forever, so it's not a new issue. But when social media obviously reports on these things, people think it's, you know, like the thing with like with, you know, people obviously getting sexually assaulted and things. People have always been sexually assaulted. They're just either coming out or it's just publicized more. So people think it act like it's a new thing. It's obviously not. But I digress. We're going to keep this light. Jesus. What was I doing there? I was running on a tirade. Turn it into CNN. Tom? Tom like me? Tom What color was his hair? Blonde. His hair was blonde. <laughs> blonde. Blonde. His hair was blonde. <laughs> blonde. His hair was blonde. What did he have on? Jeans. He had jeans on. It was pain. 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 
tattoo. Tattoo? Uh, like a Popeye. Like Popeye. A tattoo like Popeye. Oh, no, not like Popeye. No, not like Popeye. It was that. How's this kid know the Special yeah. Forces tattoo for sure? You're just taking like a six-year-old's word that, yeah, it's the same tattoo. I'm guessing that's not a real tattoo that Mel Gibson has. Nah. Probably not, unfortunately. And they find out now that it was a Special Forces tattoo. And obviously with Mel's accession of... Assessment of uh, the Mercury switched bomb device that the CIA hired Mercs for, they got it narrowed down. Mel's been in the shit, man. Oh, yeah, he's been in the thick of it, for sure. Even fucking... So now he's got a red windbreaker. Mel loves the color red. He's been fucking head... Well, he's always smoking Marv. Yeah, yeah, you gotta wear the fucking red. And look at that estate that fucking Tom Atkins has got there. Jesus Christ. Malibu. Mal, I tell, I will. Uh, no, I'll tell. It, it very similar to what Malibu looks like. Malibu is fucking gorgeous. It is fucking heavenly out there. <laughs> he really is just like super high strung and like, hey, take it easy. Fuck easy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Think about that. He's like, takes out pills. He's just like, easy. Fuck easy. Talk to me. I say, Roger, I've got another daughter. She'll be protected. You can't protect her. You don't know these people. Atkins might have the best mustache in all of cinematic history. Tom Selleck, maybe, I guess. Yeah, Selleck, obviously. Very memorable stasher. Stasher. Burt Reynolds, of course. Little Smokey himself. Or was he the bandit? He was Smokey, right? I think he was Smokey. Chris, can you confirm that? I can't confirm that. Smoke, dog! That's a fucking houndstooth jacket that fucking old D-Gloves got on. I was like the vinyl collection in the background too. Yeah, what is that? Pennywise Land of the Free? (laughs) Tom Atkins. (laughs) We also formed a plan. Keep talking. Yeah, it's and it's something. Honestly, it's something with. I think related to Dick Donner. A lot of the movies that Dick Donner does have a timeless feel to them, whether he directed them or not. If he had his hands in them, I feel like they're timeless. You think about this movie, it feels timeless. You think about uh, Lost Boys, it feels timeless. You think about The Goonies, it feels timeless. Like, they're timeless classics that anybody in 2017 can watch, and you don't feel like... Obviously, they're dated by some of the stuff that's in them. Yeah. He's drinking fucking eggnog right now, Tommy At. Uh, out of the carton. Is that like warm eggnog? Because they're fucking No, I think it's sitting on ice. Eggnog on ice. And Tom Atkins, when we did meet Tom Atkins, uh, he did have one Lethal Weapon 8x10. Did Brian get that? Did he? I can't remember. Not anymore. I, I know I got fucking... I'm going I, I got none of the creeps uh, 8x10 signed by Mr. Tommy Atkins. No, wait. I got none of the creeps. 
Definitely the nicest guy I've ever met at a convention. Between him and D. Wallace, definitely two of the nicest uh, people I've ever met, for sure. I also love that you talk about Miller Highlight for this. Oh, yeah. It's now helicopter scene, of course. That doesn't even look like Busey, though. Yeah, I know. That looked like... It's supposed to be Busey, yeah. Fucking copter flying low. Man, these colors look so vibrant and great in this movie. Heroin. You got off easy, son of a bitch. Oh. Talking shit. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being in California right now. Yeah, seriously. And maybe it's it's obviously with the, the Warner Brothers, um, the Warner Brothers budget, you get these nice fucking scenes, but it, that often reminds me of some of these piers, these long piers you saw in other movies like The Goonies, which you see those kind of, and you see it in The Lost Boys too. So obviously they they had some fucking serious set coordinators and scouting loca- location scouters that had legit sets. Look at this, and then another one too, an ocean fucking view. You know what I mean? An ocean uh, crane shot, which they had in Lost Boys. Uh, so Dick Donner, man, he was fucking crushing it. But I think these movies definitely, uh, they killed in the box office. I know the first, this one did definitely, for sure. 100% it fucking slayed, because I looked it up not that long ago. So, let's see what... Yeah, we're good. Old Dixie. So now there's another car chase. To update you all, Chris is in the bathroom. Sean's on his phone. Motherfucker. Sorry, the Eric Tyler got angry at me because I didn't text back. Why? I don't know. Briggs. Is Riggs down? Nope. He was wearing that blue steel. I never forget an asshole. What a classic line. Mel Gibson. He goes, that blonde son of a bitch that fucking shot Hudsucker. He goes, he goes, I never forget an asshole. They do think he's dead, but he's wearing that fucking blue steel, baby. That fucking bulletproof vest. Oh, yeah. Chris is enjoying a glazed and infused donut from our local glazed and infused donut shop. Bacon donut. Amazing. Maple glaze and bacon topping. Oh, my God. Candy. Good shit. Beyond good. Thumbs up. Way up. Thumbs way up for the donuts. Who did which? We had some fucking coffee right now. We're actually fresh out. We ran out this morning. I got fucking bitched at because of it too. <laughs> coffee does sound pretty good right now. It does, right? Always pause the movie. What's that? Because you could always pause the movie and run to Duncan. We could.
didn't look that was a hell of a line, actually. Yeah. Let's be dark and quiet. <laughs> so they're busting in. Little Nizzo. Nizzo be saying. I got Murtaugh's daughter. So to update everyone, we're about an hour and 15 minutes in-ish. What did the note say? Hour and 12. Wait, so I was always confused now. Did, she, did they see her get taken? Why is she automatically crying? Yeah. Oh, Murtaugh's getting a call now. Fucking Gary Busey, that creepy fuck. How is it that fucking Gary Busey is like normal? And- Goes before. I'm telling you, he got into that motorcycle wreck and then he got all fucked up. <laughs> he went fucking boo boo. So now, Mel's obviously pissed because he's got a thing for Murtaugh's daughter. <laughs> so Buse Dog confirming that uh, Martin Riggs was shot and killed mm. as they set him up. And he's mm. buying it. Yep, he's buying it. He's buying it. Playing hard. Yes. <laughs> So we got about 35 minutes left. 35 minutes, obviously, the nice, uh, it always adds, uh, this, this movie is easily, for some people I think they forget that it's a Christmas movie, but, you know, being able to see the tree in several, in the, in Murtaugh's house for fucking several scenes and stuff, and I love sitting, them sitting in the dark with just a tree on it, that's cool, like, uh. There's a lot of similarities in like Donner films. Like <laughs> even though even though, even though uh Lost Boys Lost Boys wasn't directed by him, it was directed by Joel Schumacher. Same thing. Dark room with lights, you know what I mean? It's uh yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. stuff. Uh so I wonder if that's some direction by him or maybe some lighting guys that he hires for the that they have hired for the films and stuff, but there's always like it seems like there's some signature sounds and shit for sure, or sounds and sights for sure. I was just thinking like how much different this movie would be if it say take if it took place on the East Coast. Completely different film. I like mean, you look snow? at yeah, and that's just, that's the thing like, too. Like like a blizzard, like a blizzard kicked in. Yeah, right about now where they're stranded in the house. And- yeah, exactly. But those things like you, you know what, and that's another thing where it's obviously easier to film with all these nice clear bright sunny days and things like that whereas opposed to if they were doing a christmas movie on the east coast you know there's so much more cost that will go into like yeah. keeping snow off things or if they were, even if they were using fake snow how like tedious the, the cleanup is and everything and it's just crazy obviously now okay now Riggs has been dropped off in the fucking <laughs> desert he's running like a fucking madman he definitely has those fucking reebok cliffhangers on for sure <laughs> such a great movie 
It really is. It's fucking uh, visually too. You know, it's kind of it lets it you let it go wayside, but then you see some of the shots after you, you don't see it for a while, and then you see uh, you see how nice the film actually is shot too. The cinematography and it's actually pretty. Uh, you know, for an action film, for for you to ever kind of notice some of the scenes and some of the camera angles and shots, like the like the obviously we saw the uh, the ocean shot. Yeah, yeah. was like nice and and some of the higher building <laughs> shots and stuff so i really hope this fifth one happens yeah so. seeing the fifth one's going to be interesting especially if they go through with having that um and getting some of the original like people on yeah like, saying it saying there's a better chance hopefully uh hopefully it happens for sure it's obviously the big high speed fucking chase to the desert now with the fucking copter on him well, like a rush out there to meet Murtaugh, anyway. Yeah. And old Ricky Pooh's got his fucking... His setup. He's gonna wax fuck... Trying to wax Gary Busey. So at this point... They want to... Murtaugh wants to see his daughter. Now... He's pretty composed. I guess you got kind of got to be composed when someone has your daughter. How's the fucking calmest he's been in the whole movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's the calmest he's been when fucking? He's pushing DK. He's got a grenade. Busey looks like he just walked off the set of Caddyshack too. <laughs> Man, to ever doubt anybody that has a grenade, you got some balls. Alright. Nah, it's not real. Put the pin back in. Officer Murtaugh. Like the fucking like curve fell like fake grenades. Oh yeah, the the dead ones. <laughs> we need the firepower. That seems like so like I wouldn't feel comfortable wearing a suit and carrying a gun. Why are these guys all wearing suits? Like, why are you wearing a suit and you're trying to be like a... I don't think so. If I was carrying a gun, I just want to be wearing street clothes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so annoying to be wearing, looking like you're fucking hosting the morning news on a local cable <laughs> access channel and carrying a big fucking gun with you. Like, that's so... It doesn't go together. I don't know. And now that the shootout's happening... Now they realize that Riggs is alive and well and shooting the shit out of them. Oh, the fuck you doing? <laughs> he just fucking yells at his daughter, Get in the fucking car! <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> What do you call him a cocktail? Yeah. That's <laughs> oh. it, you son of a bitch. Good night. Oh. Oh. He ran out of shells. Don't try it, son. You're not that fast. Hello, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. Hello, Joshua. So now the helicopter is riding on top of the car. Slightly turned to the right or something. Yeah, right. 
So this is a a famous scene where they got rigs oh, yeah, racked yeah. up in the freaking like back alley shower fucking thing with the freaking the Chinese guy that's hitting him with the the battery charger. That's a hell of a torturing idea to fucking run, have water running on a guy, and then hit him with like a battery, char- a portable battery charger. It's always drugs. Drugs are always at the helm of all this shit. Yeah, all the cop. Oh, yeah. Drugs, which leads to murder and all the fun stuff in life. <laughs> so Riggs ain't giving up anything. He's going to get hit with this... Uh, Electrified sponge. <laughs> it's called electric shock treatment. <laughs> electric shock treatment. I would talk instantly. I would not fucking. <laughs> I would not get shocked once. Before he even got to Oh, point, yeah. Be <laughs> They'd be like, this is what we're going to... We're going to hit you with this electric shock shit. I'd be like, all right, whatever you want to know. Oh, Mel was Jack back in 87. Jesus. Maybe not Jack, but he's definitely toned. Yeah. And Briggs is just getting the shit kicked out of him. Just punched right in the fucking mouth. Have you guys seen the episodes Always Sunny Philadelphia where they filmed their own Lethal Weapon 5? No. No, I don't think so. Great episode. Now they're pouring some fucking iodized salt in his fucking wounds. <laughs> Jesus, that's some rough shit. These guys are sick people. Jeez, they fucking hate cops too. They hate cops before it was fashionable. <laughs> That guy t- speaks perfect English. I did not expect that. I always forget that. He was in like a bunch of. He was in like a bunch of different movies. Is he in fucking Die Hard Five or Die Hard Five? Just regular Die Hard. I think so. I know he's in. uh He's in Prince. Of, not Prince. Sorry, he's in Big Trouble in Little China too. Now Riggs is fucking killing him. He's fucking. He headbutted him. And then kicked him, and now he's fucking, choking he's legs. choking him to death with his fucking legs. Snapped his neck. Snapped his fucking neck. That didn't shit. Getting out of it. I think Martin Riggs is an underrated badass character in all of cinema. Good fucking young woman you got there, Mr. Murtaugh. Oh shit, that rapes you. I told you everything. We'll soon know, won't we? Fairly, son. It's over. There's no more heroes left in the world. Yep, except for Martin Riggs, carrying the fucking guy from Big Level Shovel in Little China's bag. <laughs> there are heroes left. Jesus Christ. 
Man, and Riggs loves snapping necks. Special odds, what do you expect? Was that a TV edit? Let's get the flock out of here. <laughs> I know. Why do you say get the flock out of here? Shepherds. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Flock, huh? I don't know why you would tell a joke at a time. Yeah, of yeah. Movie, but... In the time of duress. Pretty dramatic way these guys get shot. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> oh, man. We're at like at least like 20 guys killed at this point. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more. I mean, the guy just asked me a question. What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> just start waxing people. Gun, you have that right to know. Classic hijacking, of course. Classic yeah, right. car hijacking. <laughs> get out of the fucking car, that's all I gotta say. I wonder if we tried that now, what someone would say. If we just walk up to somebody and just, hey, get out of the fucking car. You'd need a gun. Yeah. You definitely need a gun, for sure. Course, you gotta have a few different car chases. Of course, in any good action movie. He's keeping up on foot. Yeah, he's too. just keeping up on foot. He's running for all he's fucking worth. Why does Mel run so much to this fucking <laughs> film? He's running fucking so fast. He's worse than Tom Cruise. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Tom Cruise always running from something. <laughs> yeah, this is a great score. That's classic smooth jazz score. Eric Clapton? Yeah. Definitely has like a noir. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Noir. I think that's what they were going for was that noir type uh, classicness in the score. Oh yeah. Classic uh, cop movie. A lot of cars are destroyed too throughout this film. Are you ever watching that through any movie? Yeah. Like it's always the nicest cars. So oh yeah. In the, use, like, in the 80s, man, they just destroyed endless, now, endless like, amounts they of cars. Like Mercedes Benz, yeah. BMWs. See, that's what's really missing me. I mean, you have a, a complete absence of uh, action movies these days anyways, but like then... Real stunts. Yeah, get yeah. like those crazy car stunts and stuff. Everything's CG. Yeah. yeah, it really is. I think even if you're not a movie goer, you know, like... Oh, that's, that's fake, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, anything that you see now, it. it's all... So now we got some grenades sitting on this upside down... This guy that's upside down in the car, he's sitting on all the coke... D-Glove is fucking sweating his freaking pants off. They're blowing up, motherfucker. Where's the old fuck you, Charlie? I know I always do that when <laughs> one of my adversaries perishes in a ex car explosion. I just go... <laughs> 
So the only person left is Joshua. Everybody else is dead, and now he's reigning supreme on D-Glove's house. He just fucking whacks the fucking cops outside. Free South Africa, man. Of course, you got the classic Christmas carol playing. Not anymore. Not anymore. Joshua hates Christmas. Yeah, apparently. He fucking blew the fucking TV up. How fucking rude. Yeah, I'd say it's crazy. He fucking just drove through the fucking the, a cop car through the fucking his own house. Wait. In the sequel, they are working on the house. Isn't that right? Stuff like yeah. Like... <laughs> the sequel is amazing because one of the best scenes is fucking when Murtaugh's on the fucking on the stuck on the toilet because there's a bomb right oh, under yeah. it. Oh yeah. Fucking amazing. That That's one of my favorites. I haven't seen that in what years. Yeah, I can't wait to rewatch them. So now, them. old Buse Dog is fucking busted. What do you say, Frank? Would you like a shot at the title? Would you like a shot at oh, the yeah, title? Oh, yeah, they brought yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you gotta do, you gotta let the guy go so you can actually throw down in fisticuffs with him. I got confused for a second. It's like, why the fuck did you just start raiding out of nowhere? And I was like, oh, it's the fucking fire hydrant. (laughs) So, the movie... We're at the, the crux of the end now, where there's about ten minutes left or so. I think that probably includes film credits too, but and the film came out in March sixth of eighty seven, so it's a little over thirty years old. And with a budget of fifteen million, uh, opening weekend it did six point eight million with a gross of one hundred and twenty million, so it killed it in the box office. Yep, more than made its money back. Explaining obviously the sequels. There's definitely a lot of fucking helicopters in this film. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of fucked up cars. At least four helicopters now that I've counted. <laughs> a lot of explosions. Doesn't beat Stone Cold though. No, Stone Cold's the epitome of an action film. What the fuck is he swinging at him? It looks like a giant fucking umbrella. No, I think it's like the pole from uh, that Christmas tree song. All the cops are letting the fight happen, too. <laughs> they can easily take this fucking mass murderer out. I know. And just letting them duke it out. Yeah, but D-Glove was like, hey, I'm fight. So now, he's got him in a fucking... He almost got him in a fucking arm bar. And now they're mud wrestling. <laughs> Oh, oh, there it is. Triangle choke. Man, I'd be nervous with Gary Busey's big horse teeth that close to my crotch. I'd be real fucking nervous about that. Kill him, kill him, kill him. And he's officially choked out. And kick him right in the fucking face off you. Yeah. Great one-liners. 
Oh, yeah, there's a lot of great one-liners in this one. He's not done yet. Oh, Riggs has got him. He's fucking mad. Yep. Teamwork (laughs) makes a dream work. I kind of love how, like, the ending of this movie is the same as, like, Die Hard. What year Die Hard come out? 87? I think it came out the same year, right? Oh, shit. It was, like, the same thing. Like, they're, like, handcuffing a guy, and then he fucking grabs, like, the cop's gun, and then fucking, uh... Die Hard, a Christmas movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great double feature right there. Oh, my God, it really is. Christmas cop movies. I love how, like, that actor plays a cop in, like, everything he's in. Yeah. Oh, the dad from, um... Family Matters? Yeah. Yeah. He's a cop in Ghostbusters. Yep. Die Hard, obviously Family Matters. So obviously we're at the uh, end of the film now, which is 149 minutes, but we were stopping here and there, so you didn't have to listen to too many silences when we're just enjoying the cinematic journey. But Riggs is at his wife's grave. He's coming to coming to terms that he got something to live for, other than you know his dead wife now, which is Danny Glover. A lot of cars wrecked, a lot of marbs smoked. A lot of miles racked up. A lot of jackets earned. <laughs> a lot of jackets earned from the miles, the Marlboro miles. Yeah, D Glove's house is a fucking a mess. They got fucking Merry Christmas written on the freaking Lawan wood plywood plywood wooden door. Fucking Riggs looks like he got attacked by the fucking creep show crate monster. <laughs> I never tracked my statement. The second one wasn't made in ninety. If I said ninety, it was eighty nine. He wants to know if he likes his wife cook, wife's cooking yet. <laughs> so Murtaugh has the... Riggs has the vindication of him... Ha- Murtaugh knowing that he's not crazy. He was just a little unwound. And of course, Lassie. <laughs> And that's the movie, Sean. What'd you think? Your first viewing? Give it a solid eight out of ten. Eight out of ten? That's a little low, Jesus. Oh, Jesus oh, fucking Christ. Four and a half the time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I pay attention to the most, you know, important scenes. So, yeah. Yeah. after the after the rewatch, Chris, what are your opinions? Oh, I got reminded of why I loved it in the first place. Absolutely, great. Uh, great, great film by the great Dick Downer. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a bonus episode of a Lethal Weapon commentary. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope there wasn't too many pauses and silences. We tried to keep it as uh, action packed as we could for. You know, it was an hour and forty nine minutes, but this is running about an hour and thirty four because we would stop it here and there for some drawn out scenes as we have discussed. But thanks for uh, stopping by. You can check us out on Heart God. At Hard Guy Media on Twitter and Instagram, and we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes um, and rate and review the podcast. Uh, thanks for stopping by. <laughs>